there. I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to the Grace Health Podcast. This is for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate as well. We have just finished up an entire series on track workouts, why I want you doing them in the first place. When is it time to incorporate one? How do you do it? What are track world track etiquette? All of that kind of stuff. And I'm wondering if you are wondering, okay, well, if I'm ready to go out to the track and maybe give it a go with a little bit of running, well, you've talked about proper running form, Amy, on some of these, and what is proper running form? Which is kind of a strange question if you think about it, because we are all born to run. In fact, there's a book, I can't remember the author's name, but there's a book called Born to Run. We are naturally made to move. The problem is, as we have changed and evolved and developed into a very sedentary lifestyle where we're sitting down. And even if we are active in terms of getting in the gym and exercising, we're still not moving the way that we typically would be naturally moving thousands of years ago. And because of that, some of our muscles are stronger, some of them are weaker, and we have learned to rely on uh, a lot on our shoes, I will say that, and some other elements, and all of a sudden, our running form is not great. The reason I want you to have good running form is if you consistently run without proper form, then you will get injured. It will be just a matter of time. So I recognize that if you are watching this on YouTube, this is not going to be very exciting because it's not one of those super fancy uh, workouts where I'm showing you everything. But hopefully, what I tell you, you will be able to take and to implement into your next run. So let's talk some about what the proper form is, because I believe that if we are running the proper way, then we will have less chance of getting injured. And perhaps if you are someone who feels like you can't run, then maybe switching some things up and retraining your body will allow you to run if that is something you're wanting to do. I don't think that running is for everybody. I have people in my life who love it. I have people in my life who loathe it. I um, personally, I'm 47 years old. I have participated in several half marathons, several 5Ks. I used to run a lot. And I have found that my body feels best when I walk for endurance. So I get out there and I walk fast with my friends. And then I get in and I sprint. I will run up hills and I will run the track. And this is a great way for me to get that cardiovascular challenge The um, and all of the challenges that go along along with that, but not where it's consistent, hard, hard pounding on the pavement. So let's talk a little bit about where to start. So the first thing I want you to do is just start standing up, take your shoulders back, engage your core. And when I say engage your core, I want you to very loosely, uh, I like to use the term lace your rib cage together, which is not an actual thing, but just kind of pretend like you're pulling that rib cage together and pulling your belly button back. I'm not talking about sucking in your gut, like you're trying to zip up your pants. And I'm not talking about really pulling in tight because you still need to be able to breathe. You need your belly to your diaphragm, which is that muscle that's right under your, um, right under your rib cage. You need that to be able to expand up and down, but just kind of getting yourself ready for, um, for that run. So take your shoulders back, engage your core again, loosely, and that's your starting point. Now, 
When you start running, I want you to keep those shoulders back and down, and I want you to have your chest up. One of the greatest ways that I have been able to learn is to actually just watch other runners. If you will YouTube some some of the great runners, you'll be able to see them doing that. What happens when we get tired, we start to roll our shoulders in and hunch. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's like a protective mechanism of our lungs or something like that. But when we do that, then we're compressing our lungs. We're not getting as much air in and it's going to take us out of balance and pull a strain on our back. So keep your shoulders back. Now, the other term I have heard with this, and this is something that probably the women will uh, resonate with a little bit more than the men is tits up. Sorry, mom, I said that I know you that's I know that's you might not like that word. But that's a really great thing. Like when you're running, get everything up (laughs) and keep it up while you're running. Don't let yourself hunch in. Keep your ears in line with your shoulders. And then you want to have your gaze about eight to 10 feet in front of you. If, and this is particularly if you are running on the trails, running on the sidewalks, running on the track. Um, your gaze is not as important on the treadmill, but you still want to make sure that you are aware of the space that you're in. That's the whole reason for being intentional about where you're gazing. You want to be aware of the space that you're in while your shoulders are back, while your ears are up. If you look too close to your feet, then that's going to bring your head down. Again, not the way we want to train our body. That's going to cause strain on your neck, on your back. So keep everything up and elevated. I love watching Shalane Flanagan run. She ran the New York City Marathon, I think in 2019, maybe 2018. But she is a great example of just a beautiful, she keeps her chest open. She keeps her shoulders back. She's also a professional runner. So she does this. (laughs) She, She knows what she's talking about. Okay, the next thing I want to challenge you to do, and this is absolutely something that you kind of have to train yourself to do, and that is to land on your midfoot. So that is where your toes come together and just kind of in that middle of your foot, not on your heel, which is where we have a tendency to strike because when we walk, we land on our heel. But if you will land softly on that midfoot, then you're going to not stop yourself so hard every time your heel hits the ground. It's going to be a little bit more bouncy. You will not absorb the impact as much. And instead that will, that energy will just kind of flow through you a little bit better. Sometimes I use the word you run on your toes. You're not actually running on your toes, but if you shoot for your toes, then you'll probably land a little bit more again on that midfoot in the middle of your, um, in the middle of your foot. One time, and I wish I could remember where I read this, but it said, take off your shoes and go outside and run in the grass. And all of a sudden, you're going to notice that that's where you're going to start landing because it's just a natural progression. Again, going back to years and thousands of years ago, we weren't all wearing orthotic shoes like I do today. We weren't wearing super protective shoes. And so we had to learn how to protect ourselves. And part of that was running really lightly. So that's a really great thing to do. Like, okay, so if you have a dog and they're leaving dog bombs out there, maybe that's not the greatest place, but just go somewhere where you're not going to get hurt and you're not going to step on sticks or step in something funny or ooey or gross and just run for a little bit in the grass. And you will notice that your form automatically goes to landing on that midfoot. The other thing to remember, especially if you are running fast is to use your elbows. 
Utilizing your elbows and kicking them back, back behind your rib cage will help your speed. Whether or not, I mean, you may not be um, all that concerned with how fast you're going, but in my world, like when I run sprints, using those elbows and kicking them back will absolutely help with that. It will help propel you forward. So that way you're actually using more of your upper body than you realize rather than just your legs. Keep your wrists nice and neutral. I tell you what, I, um, so one of my sons runs cross country and I love going to the meets. It is so interesting to see what people do with their wrists. Ideally, you just kind of keep it in line and your hands are nice and loose. They don't need to be super tight, not in super fists, not with your, you know, wrists all curled under. I mean, there are all kinds of different, just natural ways that we all have it. But if you're really wanting to pay attention to that form, keep your wrists nice and neutral and loose, but firm, kind of like a handshake. So if you're going in for a handshake, it's going to be a firm grip, but it's still malleable, right? Like someone can grab it and they can, you know, they can squeeze your hand. It's not like they're just squeezing like a two by four, then, you know, they're feeling your hand. So that's that, I don't know if that gives you a good example, but that is what I would shoot for with your wrists and your hand. And then the other thing I would add is if you are on a treadmill, don't use the handrails. This will, this has the uh, tendency to take off your form. It's going to, it's just going to, it's going to change everything and not in a good way. So if you are going so fast that you need to use the handlebars when you run, then you need to not go so fast. This is not a race. Maybe it's a race for you, but more than likely, we're just trying to take care of ourselves. We're trying to challenge ourselves, uh, maybe burn some calories. If that's your goal, that's normally not my goal. I just like the feeling of running fast. But if you're on the treadmill, take your hands off the handrails. And PS, I mean this for your, if you're walking on the treadmill as well. So I don't really like, those are great there for safety. And I will use the handrails. Like if I'm on the treadmill and I'm doing some speed work, I'll do that to lift myself on and off. But in terms of keeping them there, I, I don't recommend it. Take it down, stay safe, but take your hands off the handrails and let your body do all of the work. Now, how do you know if you are utilizing all of this proper form? Guess what? We have a really great thing called a phone that you can do if you have an Apple phone. And I think even if you don't, you probably have an option to do slow motion video. So get your phone on slow motion video and record yourself watch and see how your foot is striking the ground. Watch and see, are you keeping your shoulders back and your chest up and your ears in line with your shoulders? And that will give you a really good guide. Now, the other thing you can do is just have someone watch who's kind of trained to do that. I can often pinpoint some things. I'm not a running coach. I, um, I'm definitely not an expert and I definitely don't do all of this. So if you see me running on the streets and you're like, but she's hunching her shoulders over. Yeah, I know I'm working on it. (laughs) I don't do everything great. It's just like these coaches who, who, who coach Olympic athletes, they can see it but that doesn't mean they can necessarily do it as well as that person. So this is something that I work on and I am trying to improve on all the time, but it doesn't mean that I have perfect execution. 
So have someone watch. By the way, if you do video or if you are having someone watch, watch your knees too. You want those knees to be landing about in line with your feet. If your knees are collapsing in and it's almost making like an inward V, then that means you're, uh, you have gl- weak glutes and particularly the smaller glute muscles like your gluteus medius, your gluteus minimus, those those two ones in particular, maybe even your piriformis. And you need to be focusing a little bit on strengthening that in order to not get injured and not have knee problems. So if you need a little bit of help with that, I do have the, a free program called Squat Free Strong Legs. And I do have some mini muscle strengthening in there. And I show you exactly which exercises are great for your gluteus medius or gluteus minimus. So go ahead and grab that if you need to. So those are your basic proper running form. I hope they help you. And, um, you know, like I said, if you see me out there running and my shoulders are hunched over, I'm working on it, y'all. I'm working on it. Okay, that is all for today. Go out there and have a great day. Bye.